balls. Balls. I'd like to give everybody out there listening a very warm White Cat welcome, because you're tuned in to the White Cat Outdoors podcast. Balls. Episode 50, here we sit, White Cat Outdoors podcast. What's going on, everybody? Nick's here. Hey, how we doing? Tom's here. Yes, I am. And White's here. Thanks for uh, joining us here at the table while we uh, talk about the outdoors today, folks. Yeah, it's, uh, we, we got quite a bit to talk about because I definitely want to talk about Sunday hunting because we're finally allowed to do it in PA. Oh, that's a little a, bit, just, just a little, little bit. Just a schmuckst in Yeah, just a They're taste. giving us just a taste. It's kind of like, you know, when... When you go to Sam's Club and that guy's standing there with the tray. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah that, that or I was actually referring to like when mom takes the turkey out of the oven and she wants you to just try the turkey. Yeah. You know, not the whole thing. Just a just, little, just a little very taste. Tip. Just very tip. <laughs> yeah, so we got a little bit of that action, and we're done with the whole first week. And and Nick finally got a deer. <laughs> no, he didn't. <laughs> it's not Tom, April Nobody's going to believe that. Actually, just just a thought. By the time they're listening to this, could have. Yeah. So, Maybe. Tom, I think what he's saying is Nick's going to get a deer. No, I was making fun of you because... Because <laughs> I was the one that shot the deer, yeah. not you. <laughs> crazy a buck i might add i've done two camp series frank's done two wait frank has done one camp series this is my second number two yeah frank's going number two (laughs) wild right so like frank said we got another deer camp series for you uh no thanks to me but maybe uh, next week maybe next week could be next week next week's like the last deer camp series one that we'll be doing because rifle will be over yeah doing them through muzzleloader I don't think no, so. No, because there's, uh, there's a quite a, a little bit of a break, and muzzleloader is a little different. Uh, we could go back and do like a kill, a little kill cast, um, but I think the deer camp series will end and next week. rifle. Yeah, I agree. Um, but before we get into that story, let's just do a quick roundtable discussion. Opening um, day? I was going to, no, Sunday hunting. Oh. Um, so, Frank, because you brought it up, I think uh, we should do an opening day recap too. We, we yeah, we can, but let's. But do nobody it. did anything on opening day. Yeah, but we, we all saw made like predictions. six deer like all together. Remember last episode? Oh right, yeah, let's do. Let's go over our predictions. Uh, we were all wrong. Yeah, we sure were. No one was even close to right. <laughs> yeah, I did mention a high and tight eight in that though, and that's what I shot. But spoiler it wasn't on the alert. first day. Yeah, spoiler alert. So, you probably already saw it on the gram though. Yeah. So Frank, Sunday hunting, what was it like for you? Honestly, I was pretty jerked off the first Sunday we got to hunt because in, in bow season. Yeah, in bow season because it was literally the shittiest day of the year. It was blowing like forty miles an hour and rainy and I was still nasty. out there. Yeah, I didn't go out. I'm I'm not I, into shooting my bow at a deer in weather like that. Well, see, I hunted from the ground and it wasn't a constant forty mile an hour. It was probably a constant, constant twenty. No. Yes, it was. You're out of your mind. Not down where I was. Okay, but you'd get some forty mile an hour gusts, and yeah, it was a rough day. I tell you what, there was one twenty minutes where it really got nice out. Sun came out, wind died right down, and I saw seven deer in like twenty minutes. And they were like, <laughs> "We better get to going while this weather's nice." And yeah, but that, that was, that was that. all I saw. So yeah, pretty pretty shitty. Yeah, and I'm sure you didn't go out on that first Sunday either. No, I did not. No, Nick's mm-hmm. a fair weather hunter. Yeah, yeah. figures. I just don't like taking shots when I can't track them easily i didn't plan on shooting i was trying to learn and observe and become a better hunter yeah i do that before the season starts (laughs) 
You can never stop learning. That's yeah. true. So the second Sunday, I didn't hunt either. Bear. Yeah, it was bear season, which I don't really bear hunt. Not yeah. a big bear guy. But even that day was pretty shitty weather. It wasn't great. Um, I think you can shoot bear now, though. You, we, you can always shoot bear during bear season. Oh, I, I think bear season's in, though. Oh, I thought you meant, like, you so could like shoot So it is bear. the cool thing now? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Don't quote me on that though. Cause yeah, I don't. Coming from Uncle Mark. Well, and also people could listen to this podcast six months from now. And technically, it is so a in classified as a fictional podcast. So. <laughs> yeah, we actually haven't officially put that disclaimer out. <laughs> These are all based on true events. Yeah, ba- loosely based. Yeah. So and some names and places have been changed to protect our privacy. Yeah. So the <laughs> last Sunday that we got to hunt, this past one was a beautiful day. Like, one of the best days you could ask for, honestly. It was a great day. Yeah. And I spent all day uh, walking around with Jeremiah trying to find him a deer. We pushed my property, just kind of walked and sat and wandered around, went to a few different pieces, and saw one doe the whole day. It was a slow day. Couldn't have asked for a more beautiful day, but it was just not the, not the day for the deer, I guess. But I had a great time, and I'm super, super glad that we got to do those Sundays and I'm really, really praying that we keep them going. And more. Like, from now on, we just get Sundays like every other friggin' state. Agreed. So Tom? my Sunday, um, I had a Thanksgiving dinner at the prime time of noon. So I got to hunt till 9.30. I uh, saw eight doe. And I uh, had to take my football and go home. Mm-hmm. But I really did enjoy being out there for that. Yeah couple hours in the morning yeah I, like I, everybody i talked to obviously loved it because people have been begging for sunday hunting for a long time and i know a lot of people that like buy new york and ohio licenses specifically because they can hunt sundays and you can't hunt sundays in pa and like my dad always says like he would be able to hunt more in new york than in pa because he just doesn't have time with work and stuff if he could hunt sundays you know he would have a lot more days in the woods in PA if he could hunt Sunday. Yeah, but see, we've always hunted New York, so the whole Sunday hunting thing's never been huge for me. Yeah, that I kind of feel the same way because we go to New York. It's more, it's like a tradition that we just go up. That's just what it's we do. Tradition. Yeah, we do it every month. Yeah, uh, I'd still probably hunt New York on Sunday. Yeah, I would yeah. too. But well, it's nice for everybody else. Yeah. So well, that that's a good point you make there, as I, because I, I didn't actually take advantage of Sunday hunting in PA well, this year. Slept in. Um, it's too cold but, for him. Okay, got Tom. below 40 that's why he doesn't do any deer cam series yeah you guys just wait it's gonna be a freaking slob yeah okay but anyways um but like you guys said like we all hunt new york so sunday hunting isn't like special to us because we get to do it every year anyway um but my little rant on this whole topic is you got these guys that are buying licenses every year that are against it Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, you're paying for this license, yet you would rather be restricted on when you can use it within the season. And I yeah. think that's a bit ridiculous. Like, yeah. Um, and the other thing is there's a lot of people that don't hunt that want their day to hike and whatnot on public ground and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and my argument to that is you're not the one paying for the public land. Public yeah, lands are paid licenses. for by hunting licenses, and I also believe that if you're going to use public land, you should have to buy a hunting or fishing license. I wouldn't say a. I think like, you I feel have like there should a be a separate. There, there, yeah, there should be a separate like fee. To yeah, use if you're going ground. to use it, you should have to. It's just like driving your vehicle on yeah. the road. You know, you yeah, gotta, and a hunting license would cover that. 
Like, yeah. I don't think if you have a hunting license, you should have to buy a, another permit. No, yeah. a hunting license, or you can opt to buy a trail permit. Yeah, trail. or your hunting license comes with a trail permit. State, Somehow that way, state yeah. land yeah. pass um, or something. Because that's what it's funded by. If you're going to use it and want to have a say in the way it gets used, I feel like you should be funding it as well. Yeah, um, I think more so just to have a say. Like, if you want to use it, whatever you know, in the summertime when nothing's in season, you know, go ahead and do it. Do whatever the hell you want, but. If you want to try to dictate what happens on that land, you should be paying to, yeah, like you should be contributing else. to it. So, yeah, and like I, you were saying with people like complaining, like, oh, we don't want Sunday hunting. Well, if you don't want it, don't, then don't go hunt. Yeah, but there's a lot of people, like I was saying, like my dad, that would really love Sunday hunting just for the sake of, you know, work. They could actually get out yeah. in the woods a little bit more often now. So, if you don't want a Sunday hunt, just don't yeah. Sunday hunt. But there's, a lot of other people are screaming for it. Yeah, that and that's the other one. Everybody's upset about uh, the Saturday opener we've started back up. It's not Saturday opener was a thing a long, long time, time ago, ago. Um, and they brought it back last year. And there was a lot of people complaining because they felt rushed after Thanksgiving and it wasn't the same. And my saying to that is, if you want the Monday opener, you don't have to hunt Saturday. Yeah, or you don't have to hunt Sunday when they opened it this year. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, because all they did was give do, you an extra day of two days. Hunting. Yeah. They gave you two days this year, Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, but um, I mean, like, if they didn't give yeah. us Sunday, you would get a Saturday. Yeah, it's, it's not, not like the season ended a day earlier. Yeah, all you, you got to do, could have hunted Monday you could have hunted through. the exact same way you've been doing for 20 years mm-hmm. and did the same thing. And I'm like, and I just I don't understand why these people are complaining about getting an extra day to hunt. You always hear these rifle hunters talk about how the archery hunters get all the time in the woods, and they give them an extra day, and they complain about it. Yeah. So, and I and I'm part of both crowds. We rifle and archery hunt, mm-hmm. and I'm for getting more time in the woods. I love. Yeah, the, I don't like, know why anyone would complain about yeah. days in the woods. My I, my favorite season is Ohio. It opens like end of September and is wide open until like February. second week of January or February. Yeah. Um. And there, I mean, there's no. I mean, it switches from archery to rifle um, to muzzle loader, but and back to archery. But I mean, you can use it both. Like yeah, Ohio can. is one of those states you can always hunt down. Mm-hmm. Uh, Illinois, I don't think, or they just switched it. Illinois, oh, really? Yeah, Illinois used to, like, shotgun season was shotgun season. You could not bring a bow out. Really? I um, didn't know that. Yeah. I've never heard of a state that wouldn't let you hunt down. Yeah, that was uh, just recently that they, mm-hmm. that's been switched. Hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, so there's that. I think that's pretty much covered everything on Wednesday or Sunday hunting. Yeah. So we've always been able to hunt Wednesdays. Yeah. yeah. That's true. Can't remember um, a Wednesday, like absolutely. Right. Yeah. That's another thing. If people want a, a day for the woods to calm down, make it Tuesday or Wednesday. Like yeah, a middle of the week yeah, day. Like if yeah. they want, like seriously. Yeah. Uh, but people will complain about that too. Complain that their beer is too cold at the bar. It's just the way <laughs> humans are. Yeah. Um, but, but as on you know, yeah. overall, I'm I'm way into Sunday hunting. Oh yeah, all the time. All the time. Yeah. time. This podcast supports Dan Laughlin and Sunday hunting. So. Yes, we do. So, uh, um, on that note, let's jump into the meat and potatoes of this podcast, which is Frank with yet another high and tight buck. Yeah, another one. Not quite That's as tight, but definitely as high. Definitely as high. Uh, this it's the third one so far we've had yeah, on the. It's deer the camp year series. of the high and tight. It is. It definitely um, is. So I did not kill it on Sunday. That, yeah, oh, I well. think it was Tuesday. Died on Tuesday. I was, you took the words out. <laughs> <of my mouth. laughs> if you get that reference, reference Tom would tell you put it in the comments. <laughs> put it in the comments. Yeah, if you know that movie quote, <laughs> Here we go. put it in the comments. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, so Frank, take us right from the top, um, and, and we go over your your gun you're using. Yeah, I think they can hear that. Well, so, if they're listening. 
Then they can know to put it in the comments. If they're not listening, they wouldn't know anyway. Anyway. If somebody didn't listen to this podcast and just put Forrest Gump in the comments. Well, now that it's a dead giveaway. <laughs> you already said it. Anyways, Frank, tell us why you're the guy talking to us for the Deer Camp Series. So week. you woke up Monday morning. I'm not going to start Take on Monday. Take it from there. I'm not going to start on Monday. Because you woke I... up Tuesday morning. And probably about 11.30. Yeah, it was, it was a late morning. Late night of gaming. Yeah. You know, sometimes you got to do that. Uh, no, I didn't even hunt in the morning. And I went out and we had just got like a foot of snow. We got We had a good storm roll through. So I was like, today is going to be the day to hunt. It's it's going to be gorgeous. So I go out, and we had you know a bunch of snow. I had to trudge through. I was going out at our one lease, and we had a we have a really big field and like a hedgerow, another field, and then back into the woods. So it was, it like I honestly almost petered out and like didn't go as far back as I wanted to go just because the snow was being such a pain. I was like, I really don't want to. Was that nice wet? heavy snow and it had like a crust on the top yeah. so every time you went to like if you didn't lift your foot up all the way you'd like trip and face plant it was the best i watched a turkey face plant in snow like that one time oh, yeah. funny as hell i bet it's always funny <laughs> to watch animals trip because that's yeah, just... cause it's like they're doing human things like <laughs> for some whatever reason i just i feel like animals they like, don't trip and fall yeah like i feel like they're just perfect specimens that don't do stuff like that but when and, they do boy is it funny i watched yeah. a squirrel fall out of a tree one time that's wild it's like its only job is to not fall out of a tree yeah you had one job yeah (laughs) so put in the comments if you've ever seen a deer or any animal do something weird like trip and fall yeah or speak you know anything like that yeah if you don't speak right we definitely have a bird at the shop that would speak but it's still there well i'm not tom's not there (laughs) So I used to have a bird in the shop. <laughs> well, that, that shop still has the bird. He's alive and well. Actually, Ava's been a bitch. I'm going to not Whoa. even sugarcoat it. She's been Whoa. squawking, like, a lot. This bird's name is Ava, and the only thing she knows how to say is, Hi, Ava. That's what people say to her. Yeah. Beautiful bird. Loves to be scratched behind the ear. Hole. I was going to say, where, where are the ears at? Ear hole. And underneath the wing. So Just if you know a bird that speaks, leave its name in the comments. <laughs> leave something in the comments. That's what we're yeah. getting here. So I'm trudging through the field, and I'm like, ah, do I really want to go all the way back up into the woods? And I was like, you know what? Mama didn't raise no bitch. Stick to the plan. Get back there. And I get back up in there, and earlier this year, well, actually, they're still doing it. Uh, they've done almost a complete clear cut of this property which is about 150 acres of woods and then 50 acres of field. And they just destroyed most of the woods. And so there's tops laying all over the place. And since they've been working in there, you know, like every day, I haven't really hunted in there much, but this was the first time I actually went back and hunted in the woods. So I set up like right on the edge of the clear cut and was kind of sitting in one of the tops and, just get hunkered down. I got set up in my spot at just before three o'clock, I think. So I'm hanging out, and my dad was actually up there a couple of days before that and saw a couple of nice bucks. So I was like, "This is this is gonna pan out." I could feel it. It felt right. And I'm hanging out, and I wasn't really expecting to see anything for a little bit. And it was just after four, and 
sitting there just kind of looking around, not really paying a ton of attention, but still a little bit. And I turned my head and I'm like, oh man, there's deer moving right there. So I watched second, I'm looking through the tops and I was like, okay, there's, there's smantlers up there. And as he moves a little bit more, I was like, oh, he's, he's pretty tall. I think I think I might be taking this buck. And he's meandering through the tops and he's like quartering to me pretty hard. And I'm shooting a 3030 with a reflex sight on it so I don't have any like magnification or anything. And he's about 150 yards when I first saw him and he moved into about 80 to 100. And you know, at this point I like had my gun up like towards my shoulder and I didn't have a rest like cuz he came in at a weird spot that I wasn't really expecting him to. Which I don't know why I wasn't because it's... Expect the unexpected. Yeah. That's what I say. That's what I should have said, but I didn't. So I had like a a tree peg screwed in and uh, I had it like set up on the other side of the tree so that I could shoot where I thought the deer were going to be coming from. And he came from the opposite way, so I'm trying to like juice myself up and like try to get my rest, but I couldn't quite move around the tree because it was like a tree in two tops and I couldn't really wiggle around to get my gun up on the rest. I was like, okay, we're just going to hit this one freehand. And he's coming that's in. That's pretty coming, manly. Isn't it? Yeah, that's what I thought. And honestly, that was like my sole purpose for shooting. I was like, it's just a man and I'm going to shoot this deer. So he's he comes in about, like I said, about 80 to 100 yards and throw the gun up and I was like he's definitely he's getting a bullet and he steps into this lane stops on his own and the whole time he was kind of like you didn't looking. even have to give him the map no the whole time I think he saw me but he didn't really know what see was you. going yeah he saw me but he didn't see me and he would just kind of like look my direction and stop and see if I was moving then he'd put his head back down and meander some more and then finally he made the fatal mistake of stopping in an opening where I could shoot him and was looking my direction. And I was like, okay, you're friggin' cooked. And since he was quartering Your two, goose is cooked. <laughs> since he was quartering two, I Leave went the co- in the comments. Shut, Tom, shut off. That's where you're passing. Go <laughs> to that movie. So I went just in front of his shoulder, came out, you know, most of the way back the rib cage and he floored him. He went straight down, dropped like a sack of potatoes. No, huh? he sure did. And, so I take a Snapchat, and I've been messing with Nick quite a bit this year. Yeah, it's been year. rough. I had, uh, in archery season, I had... Uh, a buddy of yours. Yeah, a buddy of mine was... I, he gave me a deer to do your amount on, so I took a picture of it on my tailgate, and like just the head, because that's all I had was the head, and I made it look like I had shot a deer. And Nick was like, oh man, we got a buck down. I was like, oh yeah, and I went right along with it for a couple texts, and I was like, nah, I'm just messing with you. I didn't shoot anything. And then opening day of gun... As one does, I was snacking, and... And the people that say they don't snack on an all-day sit, they're lying. Yeah, they're big-time liars. So, I was in the middle of snacking, and I bit my lip. I don't know. He, if he was, was hungry enough to bite his lip, I don't know why he just didn't keep eating his snacks. I but. should have just kept eating the snacks, but I went for the <laughs> lip instead. So, I've never bit my lip so good in my life, and I was bleeding like crazy. So I was like, oh, you know so what? So much. Yeah. I was <laughs> like, I'm going to, and that was my thought process. I wasn't like just spitting the blood out. Then I was like, oh, you know what? I can do this. I was like swallowing it for a while. And I was like, oh, this is getting really gross. So I started spitting it out. And then I'm like, oh man, 
there's like a lot of blood on the ground. I was like, okay, I'm going to take a Snapchat of this, send it to Nick and Tom. And I got literally the same conversation out of both of them. And they're like, oh man, what'd you shoot? It's almost like we're brothers. Yeah. I was like, they're like, what'd you shoot? And I was like, I, I didn't shoot anything. They're like, uh, yeah, you did. I'm like, no, nah, I swear I didn't shoot anything. I'm just messing with you. And they're like, okay, we'll just send us a picture of the deer. I'm like, no, for real, I, I bit my lip. And I was having the conversation separately with them. But they were saying back like almost the exact same thing. And they're like, there's no way that amount of blood came from you biting your lip. You definitely shot a deer. And then I had to prove it by sending a picture of my lip, whatever. So finally, I shoot this deer. And I have it on the ground. I'm like walking up to it and I take a Snapchat and send it to Nick. I just, I'm like 50 yards from it and I like zoom in on the deer and then I send it to Nick. And immediately my phone dies. So Nick was left with a cliffhanger of this Snapchat of a deer that who knows if it's mine at this point. And I, I didn't believe that it was his. I think my text or my Snapback was like, whose is it? Yeah, well, I didn't find that out until a couple hours later when I finally drug it out of the woods, which was a good half a mile drag. It was it was a good one through a foot of snow. Did you have a rope or did you just grab the rack? Grab the rack. That sucks. Yeah, it's a good one. That's how we got dads out of there. Yeah, it was a good yeah, drag. Yeah, luckily we only had to dad drag, no, drag that one like 50 yards to the trail. That was more than that. Give us 75. <laughs> Generous 75. So anyway, I get this deer out, and I plug my phone into the truck, and uh, I have a, a message from Nick saying, whose is it? And I said, it's mine. And he said, no, really, whose is it? I was like, no, it, it really is mine. Or no, at first I said, oh, man, when you asked yeah, if it. And I think I said, I'm tired of the games, White. Yeah, he, and I was like, what do you mean? He's like, uh, the archery buck, the blood in your mouth, now this. I was like. I said, I just don't know what to believe anymore. I was like, no, it really is mine. He's like, okay, well, then I'm going to come to the house you know we'll get some pictures and yeah i was like okay sounds good and so i'm driving there and he texts me he's like for real i'm about to head to the house because he was at his girlfriend's I was a half hour away yeah he's like i'm about to leave it, did you really shoot a deer i was like i swear to god shot a deer like, all right we're getting in the truck i'll be there in half hour yeah so it was a good time and yeah big buck down it was good it was good stuff i do good wanna... clean family fun yeah yeah, I do. We uh, actually got a compliment on the photo for your buck. Oh, yeah? Um, yeah, because you even said when we I sat down to take the picture, the full moon was coming up right behind me. It was a good pick. Yeah, and like I've been trying with uh, our, like our team here um, to get some better quality pictures to, yeah. you know, just it looks nicer when you take an extra second to make them look nice. Um, and it was cool that somebody like actually noticed that it wasn't just like, Half-ass, real yeah, quick, like take we, a I picture. Yeah, mean, we set it up real nice. So. Who was it? Give him a shout-out. Give me one second. This, this is news to me. Well, don't yeah. you pay attention to the gram, dude? I'm not a big social media guy, not going to lie. That is, that's up Nick's alley. That's what yeah. he does. Me and you, we get the content. Nick posts the content. Exactly. We know Nick this, does this not get our, content. This uh, was our buddy over at uh, White Gold Outdoors. White Gold. Um, yeah. Sounds They're, like a big shed hunter. No, actually, oh, PA hunting and outdoors. Um, new follower for the page, um, but turned out to be pretty pretty good group of or whoever's running the page, solid man or woman. Um, <laughs> don't can't confirm, but uh, uh, yeah, they commented that the picture was really nice. Yeah, we appreciate the comment. We do. No, I, yeah, they left something in the comments. That's just what we're after. That's what I'm uh, here Tom, for. Tom is thrilled. <laughs> so, um, yeah. 
that's uh that's all i have to say about that all right well honestly i i'm kind of like ready for a smoke break we haven't had one in a while we were trying to quit and I, sometimes you just you fall off the yeah, wagon. you see the uh was it the house or the senate passed a bill oh yeah, yeah. It's, the, uh house did the house? senate won't pass that i i don't know I do Leave know. in the comments. Tom, shut up. So anyway, I, it's smoke break time. It's been a while. We're throwing it way back. That was, no. It's that happening. Was, that was rusty. Every, everyone loves smoke Haven't smoked break. in a while, Tom. Yeah, That's we why. Haven't. I so had... we're going to throw it to Nick for a solid smoke break. Here we go. So like Frank said, he brought it down to the house. We're gonna, we do our own processing because we're men. Uh, we don't have to pay somebody else to process our deer. Um, that's not that you're not a man if you do, but you're not a man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you should, if you can. And I feel like ever, like we've talked about this before, you should process at least one deer yourself. Um, but anyways, so unless you can't. Yeah. Okay. We're, we're past it again. Uh, so Frank's busy cutting his deer up because he's doing a lot of canned venison on this one because he did a lot of burger on the last. Can you just not use the word venison? I really don't. I'm with Tom on this. I really don't like it. I don't use venison unless you're talking like canned venison. Like I feel nope. Like no. Canned deer meat? Canned deer meat. That's what I say. Okay. Well, we Tom, Frank's working on canned deer meat. And uh, just it's too uppity for me. And Frank decides, you know what? He's going to share the harvest or the kill. Uh, and he pulls the tenderloins, all three of them out. Tom thought there was three tenderloins. Can you believe that? I what an didn't. idiot. Uh, so Frank pulls the tenderloins out. Come and from the guy that... Pulled his tenderloins out just and threw him let in him the finish the smoke break. Just story. Uh, I just finished one damn story. Yeah. So Frank pulls the tenderloins out and gives them to me, and we're going to cook them up for everybody that was helping out. And this is a recipe you guys are going to want to keep in mind for future reference because they were delicious. Um, loins. Yeah, loins. So what you're going to want to do is you get them tenderloins out. <clears throat> Frank cleaned them up Tender a little bit. Tenderloins. Frank cleaned them up a little bit. And then what I do is I like to rinse them in water. Um, that helps get cold there's like water. A, there's a slimy film sometimes on the meat and getting them in cold water and then uh, patting them dry with like a paper towel helps remove that. Um, and I'm a firm believer that that makes a lot of difference. Takes uh, a lot but, of the gamey taste yeah. out. Let's, yeah, we're getting there. Um, finishes, you know, you patting the meat down and everything, Just and you got like meat. a plate. And I like to use a little bit of what's this here sauce. Other known as Worcestershire or Worcestershire or, or, or however Worcestershire. you say it, yeah, and Leave whatever comments, whatever you call you it, say it. Um, I use that in a little bit of soy sauce. Yeah, sprinkle those on both um, generously, and you let them sit for a while. And that way, the juices that don't soak into the meat they hit the bottom of the plate, and then they kind of soak back up into the bottom half of the steak. And you let that sit for about ten to fifteen minutes, kind of just let it do its thing. Um, Mind you, these are at room temperature. That, I believe, makes all the difference. Um, also, it depends on your room. But anyway, room temperature. 72 degrees uh, is room temp. Yeah, they're not 72 degrees. It was a little colder in there. But anyways, uh, we didn't freeze them or refrigerate them. Right these are fresh off the deer. Um, and then once they've soaked in for like 10 to 15 minutes, you're going to want to put a little bit of um, what I call New York steak seasoning which is just a little bit of mixture of, you know, salt, pepper. Actually, there's no salt in it. Pepper, uh, paprika, a little bit of crushed red pepper, um, and some other things. Um, 
Those are the secrets. Yeah. Secret ingredients. Yeah, there's a few others that I won't talk about. And then this g- is a smoke break. Yeah, we're supposed no, it's, to be giving recipes. Yeah, <laughs> it's called New York steak seasoning. I don't know exactly what's in it. Um, I'm, it's literally it's like calling Montreal steak seasoning. You can't tell me everything that's in Montreal steak. No, season. you say you put some Montreal on the bitch. Yeah, and I just said I put. New York. New York steak seasoning on it. And I tried to say the certain few things that are in it. Is that like something you can actually buy? Yes. Really? Yeah. Never even heard of it. Yeah, it's delicious. That's why our steaks were so good. Uh, the food's And so then good. I also put a little bit of garlic powder on there because everybody likes garlic. Um, and you measure garlic with your heart. So I always add extra like garlic that. powder. Um, do that. And then what you do, you let that sit for a little bit and then you flip the steaks and you do the same seasoning. You don't do any more Worcestershire or soy sauce. You just do the New York steak seasoning and garlic powder measured with your heart. And then you let it sit for a little bit. And then while it's sitting there at that point, you go over to your grill and you turn on both sides of your grill and you put a cast iron skillet on one side. That's important. Get the cast iron skillet on one side, leave the other side open. What you're going to want to do is when you get the, the grill nice and hot, you put the you get, put the steaks down on there, let them sit for a while, and you want to kind of sear the outside. Um, and then just a few minutes on each side, basically. And then when you're done with that, you put them into the cast iron skillet. Now, the cast iron skillet, you're going to have about medium heat. You're going to put a little slab of butter in there, and you're going to let the steaks cook uh, in that pan with the butter. And then what I like to do... Um, is you take the plate that the deer steaks were sitting in, and there's going to be some extra juices and, and spices that have sit there in the bottom of the plate. You dump that in with the butter because it really, I think it helps. Really does elevates it elevate the dish. It does dish. elevate the dish. Wow. So that's what you do. You put the slabs of butter in there with the steak, the extra juices, and you cook the, the rest of the way in the pan. Um, so you get that nice seared outside. Cooked to medium rare. Yeah, that's, I mean... I suppose it would be to your liking. But. Yeah, it's to your liking. I, I tried to hit about medium rare. Um, some pieces were a little less, some were a little bit more, but there was about five people eating um, the steak, so kind of gave a um, yeah. little bit all around, but I do have to say every piece was... Delicious. Ridiculously juicy. Oh, yeah. Um, but anyway, so then when they're done, which the best way to... I think we've talked about this before. Take your hand, open palm, and then what you're going to want to do, a rare steak... If you touch the meat of your thumb, like that big meaty chunk on your thumb, a rare steak, open palm, that's what it should, is, your steak's going to feel like. Now, if you take your thumb and you touch your pointer finger and you touch that meat, that's supposed to be medium rare. You touch your middle finger, you've got medium, and then your ring finger, medium well, and your pinky is well done. That's a pretty good reference for while you're pressing the steak with a spatula or a pair of tongs. Yeah. I like to get right about medium rare. Um, and then what I like to do is put them back into a, a clean plate, cover them with either another plate or foil. And that helps um, keep the steaks moist and the juices will stay in the steak a little bit. And you let them cool down a little bit. And then when you cut them open, the meat doesn't, or the juice doesn't just like Dump. pour out of it and then they're dry. Like you, you just get these delicious, juicy medallions. Um, and and boy, they were, were they, they were phenomenal. So 10 out of 10, perfect. And uh, that concludes the smoke break for the Deer Camp series. Sorry yeah. we haven't done them in a while. We kind of have been... Trying to quit. We've but, grown yeah. apart. Yeah. yeah. It's been... But I, honestly, I could see us bringing them back because yeah. I, I've always enjoyed them, and I feel like everybody else does. Yeah, I mean, it, who doesn't like a good recipe? Yeah, exactly. So I think... 
I think we ought to say it now. We're, we're going to do our best to start doing these every week yeah. again, like yeah. we used to. Yeah, I agree. So that concludes the smoke break, as Frank said. Yeah. Um, we'll jump back over to Frank and finish Honestly, up. my, my story is pretty much done. Like, I, we've, well, why we've don't already we, got, we've we're already finish, eaten the deer. Yeah, I was say, why don't you finish up um, with what you decided to do with your deer? We already uh, talked about that. Yeah, I'm canning it. And I was going to save that for next week's smoke break, Nick. All right, then we won't talk about it. Simple as that. Just know that I canned it. Yeah. I'm in the middle of canning it right now. Literally, Literally. Right now. I yeah. Can, I can see the, the canning cans. happening right took now. took a break from canning. Yeah, podcast. so it wasn't making noise while we were podcasting. Yeah. So that smoke break was more of a smoke end. <laughs> yeah, because we're, we're about done here. Yeah. So... Like Frank said, next week is going to be our last Deer Camp series. And, and then, maybe it'll be featuring Nick. Yeah, Probably. one can only hope I tell you what, Nick. if we have to, because there's actually, we have a, we have somebody lined up for a, well, I guess that doesn't have to be a Deer Camp series. Anyway, hopefully next week, Nick's talking big bucks. If not, we already have another Deer Camp series lined up because we know Nick's not going to get it done. <laughs> you say that now, but it's it's going to happen. Um, Nick's getting it done, 2020. Uh, <laughs> and on that note, the only way I'm going to, get a deer down for the deer camp series if i get outside 